Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Monday, November 1st. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include world leaders meet in Glasgow for a climate change summit, new electric vehicles hit the streets, and the U.S. and the EU lower steel tariffs. Those stories and more, but first let's get caught up on markets. U.S. equity futures are higher by as much as half a percent to start the month, with Dow futures up nearly 160 points. S&P 500 and Nasdaq 100 futures are also trading in positive territory, up as much as four-tenths of a percent. Oil is higher by 1%, with Brent crude trading at $84.55 a barrel, West Texas Intermediate at $84.06 a barrel. The move in oil comes despite China announcing that it released reserves of gasoline and diesel to boost supplies. OPEC Plus is scheduled to meet on November 4th. Gasoline futures are up nearly 1.5%. The dollar is strengthening against the Japanese yen at 114 and versus the euro at 115. The yield on the benchmark 10-year treasury is 1.58%. Gold futures are higher by two-tenths of a percent at $1,787 an ounce, and Bitcoin is up nearly 2% at over $62,000. In Europe, the stock's Europe 600 gained eight-tenths of a percent, though the shares of Barclays fell 2% after the British bank's chief executive, Jeff Staley, stepped down under pressure from regulators about how he characterized his relationship with convicted sex offender and financier Jeffrey Epstein. In Asia, Japan's Nikkei rose 2.5% after Prime Minister Fumio Kushida's Liberal Party won an unexpected, comfortable victory, raising hopes for political stability and more economic stimulus. In Hong Kong, the Hang Seng fell 9 tenths of a percent as Alibaba Group and Tencent both dropped more than 2%. The CSI 300 in mainland China fell 4 tenths of a percent, while indexes in South Korea and Australia advanced less than 1%. Now our top stories. World leaders from more than 100 countries are in Glasgow for the United Nations Climate Change Conference, also known as COP26. The goal of the summit is to finalize the 2015 Paris Agreement, which aimed to limit the rise in average world temperatures to well below 2 degrees Celsius, preferably to 1.5 degrees Celsius compared with pre-industrial levels. But deep divisions over coal use highlight the challenges ahead. President Joe Biden said he's disappointed that Russia and China declined to make stronger commitments to combat climate change or to send their leaders to the meeting to address the crisis. The president also wants $3 billion a year of U.S. climate finance to go toward helping vulnerable nations adapt to rising seas, droughts, and other consequences of global warming. And there are new entrants in the race for electric car sales. Rivian Automotive and Lucid Group are making their marketplace debuts, shipping their first models to customers and planning to expand production. Lucid, based in California, went public in July through a merger with a special purpose acquisition company. It began building its first all-electric air sedans in Arizona in September and started delivering them to customers Saturday. The company, which is backed by Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund, is looking to target the high-end market for luxury electric cars. The first versions delivered over the weekend cost around $170,000. 
Rivian, backed by Ford Motor and Amazon.com, has started delivering its first model, the electric R1T pickup truck, to buyers and recently revealed plans for a second U.S. assembly plant to expand production beyond its factory in normal Illinois. Electric vehicle sales in the U.S. climbed 57% in September over the year-ago period. That's according to analysis from Morgan Stanley. And the Biden administration is pushing to extend the $7,500 tax credit that's now available for electric vehicle purchases, as well as other additional incentives to further increase demand for plug-in models. Lucid's stock surged last week, jumping more than 50%. And the U.S. and the European Union have agreed to a deal on steel and aluminum tariffs, sending shares of Harley-Davidson up 7% in early pre-market trade. Davidson was facing a tariff of 56% in Europe as retaliation. And in separate news, President Joe Biden said the U.S. and the EU are seeking ways to curb imports of, quote, dirty steel from China after Washington and Brussels put aside their own trade dispute. The deal was criticized by China. The U.S. and the EU have agreed to work jointly on a, quote, global arrangement to support sustainable steel and aluminum to reduce overcapacity and encourage greener production. In earnings news, AMC Entertainment, Arista Networks, Clorox, Franklin Resources, CNA Financial, CRISPR Therapeutics, McKesson, NXP Semiconductors, Public Storage, PG&E, SBA Communications, Simon Property Group, Zoom Info Technologies, they all release results today. Lowe's has already reported earnings that exceeded analyst estimates for the third quarter as business improved in its energy, insurance, and hotel subsidiaries. Saudi Aramco reported its higher quarterly earnings since listing its shares in 2019. The world's biggest oil exporter profited from global demand. About 82% of S&P 500 companies have reported so far this season, and they've beaten expectations for earnings. In other news, Coca-Cola plans to buy full control of the sports drink company Body Armor for more than $5.5 billion. The transaction would value Body Armor at about $8 billion. American Airlines Group canceled more than 1,900 flights over the weekend. Wind gusts late last week triggered Americans' problems, slowing arrival rates at the airline's Dallas-Fort Worth hub. The cancellations snowballed as pilots and flight attendants weren't in the right places for their flights. Shares of NIO are down about 4% in pre-market trading after the China-based electric vehicle company reported October deliveries fell more than 27% from the same period a year ago. SoftBank Group's Vision Fund has sold more than $2 billion worth of shares in the San Francisco-based food delivery company DoorDash. PC pioneer Michael Dell is set to cap his climb to the top of the computing world today with one of the largest corporate spinoffs. Dell Technologies will shed its 81% stake in the publicly traded VMware, creating an independent software company with a stock market value of nearly $64 billion. Dell's remaining hardware operations have an implied value of $33 billion, based on its latest share price. Shares of Novavax have gained 7% in pre-market trading after the biotechnology company said it has completed its rolling submission to Canada's health authorities, Health Canada, for the authorization of its COVID-19 vaccine candidate. U.S. energy firms added oil and natural gas rigs for the 15th month in a row in October, taking them to the highest level since April 2020. That's according to news from Baker Hughes. 
China's official manufacturing purchasing managers index dropped to 49.2 in October. That's according to data released Sunday by the National Bureau of Statistics. That was lower than September's reading of 49.6 and the lowest since the outbreak of the pandemic in February 2020. Nearly 34,000 people at Disneyland in China were locked down to undergo COVID-19 testing, which ended close to midnight. Ferried home in 220 special buses, all were found Monday to be negative, but are still required to isolate at home for two days and then be retested. The Food and Drug Administration is delaying a decision on Moderna's application to authorize use of its COVID-19 vaccine in adolescents to assess whether the shot leads to a heightened risk of myocarditis. Striking workers for Deere are scheduled to vote Tuesday on a contract proposal offering bigger raises and bonuses as the farm equipment maker tries to end the first strike in 35 years. Chocolate giant Hershey and household goods manufacturers Kimberly Clark and Church and Dwight in recent days said they cut back on ad and marketing spending in the third quarter because of supply chain issues. And after three days offline, the popular gaming site Roblox said that it was back. Roblox, the gaming platform that is popular among children, especially those from 9 to 12 years of age, was knocked offline starting Thursday afternoon. The platform attracts more than 43 million players a day. And today, Uber Eats is introducing a new delivery category, Babies and Kids, for parents in need of emergency diapers and thermometers. It's the latest in a series of new verticals launched by Uber Technologies during the pandemic, including the delivery of groceries, prescriptions, alcohol, and flowers. At 7 a.m. Eastern, U.S. equity futures are higher. Dow futures are up half a percent, as well as S&P 500 futures and NASDAQ 100 futures. Crude is up half a percent at $83.95 a barrel. Gold is at $1,788 an ounce up three-tenths of a percent. Bitcoin trades at over $62,000. That's a gain of nearly 3%. And the yield on the U.S. 10-year Treasury is 1.58%. In Europe, stocks are higher, with London moving higher by half a percent. Paris shares up 1%, while shares in Germany up eight-tenths of a percent. In Asia, the Nikkei 225 closed higher by more than 2.5%. Hong Kong fell nine-tenths of a percent. In China, stocks slipped a tenth of a percent, while in India, shares moved higher by nearly one and a half percent. Coming up today, the U.S. Census Bureau reports construction spending for September, and the Institute for Supply Management releases its Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index for October. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.